right, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Bookwormies. As always, I'm your host, Aaron Helton, here to take you down the road of nonfiction books. Now today, I hope you're both hungry and curious, because we're talking about questions today. The book I have for you today is called The Book of Beautiful Questions by Warren Berger. That's B-E-R-G-E-R. Now, this book, similar to The Radical Leap, is split into four sections, and so we'll be focusing on these sections and talking a little bit about the themes that come up. So, this book is about powerful questions that will help you decide, create, connect, and lead. So, Warren Berger, this book right here, it came out in 2018, but they do have another book. It's called A More Beautiful Question. So I believe that that book we might review later. I did read it a while back. It's more about the concept of constructing a good question. And I'll talk a little bit about my opinion on that at the end of today's review. But focusing on the book of beautiful questions, what do I want to say about this? Honestly, it is, it is incredible. I think first and foremost, when you think about questions, I think a lot of us focus on informational questions. You know, you think about a first date, hey, what's your favorite color? And it's like, what, what is that building? What is the intent behind that question? It's very informational. You know, we think about informational questions like, hey, where is this? How much is this? You know, where have you been? Little inquisitive questions like that that gather information. However, I think an amazing thing about this book especially when you split it into the four sections of deciding, creating, connecting, and leading, the beauty of the questions in this book are in, I guess I'll say the variety of them, and also I want to say the wackiness, as odd of a word that is. But like, one of the questions in the book, it is, what would a four-year-old girl ask? And it's such an interesting question just by itself because there's a lot of like, huh? How did you come up with that question? But it's a question I ask myself all the time. And in the book, basically the context of the question being asked is some research that four-year-old girls tend to ask more questions than four-year-old boys. And children tend to become less inquisitive about five years old and older because around that time they enter school and things like that. They learn more about searching for the right answer than just being curious and trying things out. So I think that's something absolutely beautiful about this book. And hey, that's in the title, right? Beautiful questions. Let's look into some of the different pieces of this book. So first and foremost, looking at deciding, you know, let me tell you some of the examples of what this book really like uses as their questions. So pulling to, let's see, page uh, 39. So each of these sections, right, or 37 rather, each of these sections have a little snippet on the right side. It'll just tell you the questions and then it'll tell you the context later on. And so like that little girl question of, hey, you know, a four-year-old girl's inquisitiveness by studies tend to be higher than a four-year-old boy's and all that. Similarly, you'll find context in some research and just concepts of that Warren Berger has in their book. And through that, you're able to see some of these plain questions. So like, let's look at these. So we have one that says like, what is the counterintuitive choice? Now this is in the deciding section. So when it comes to making decisions and trying to find what's the right path, I think a lot of us get stuck thinking, you know, I know I myself definitely did. You know, what is the correct path? What is the right path? And I think that calls back to just that question that I mentioned earlier of school giving us like, hey, we're looking for the right answer. And so I think a lot of times we get put in that trap. So some of these questions like, what would an outsider do? It makes you think outside of the box. You know, what is the counterintuitive choice? You know, if none of the current options were available, what would I do? And when it comes to decision making, trying to think outside the box and think of what am I really looking for? here. 
Does this place encourage camaraderie questions for decision making, such as what is the environment that I'm in? It lets you with these questions for decision making. It doesn't just focus on the decision itself as a binary choice. We go left or we go right. It's well, what path are we on? Can we go over this stop sign or this around this mountain? Is it just left or right or can we climb over? Things like that. Those are the questions that come from this decision section, thinking, how do we look outside of the box? Again, it's curiosity. That's the main focus that I personally pull out of these questions. It's creating thought outside of our perception, honestly. That's what I kind of believe that these questions pull out or the intent that these bring. Looking at like the creation section, this was the section that really connected with me, honestly. And I know there's a section for connection and a section for leading. I did use those quite a bit for my coaching and in my growth. But the creative section of this book, questions to create, I never felt like I was quite a creative. I always had more of a business and psychology mindset. So it was always more, again, I talk about my initial thought when I think of questions is informational questions. And of course, since that's the lens I see the world, there might be a bias, but it's how I think that others think of questions too, as I mentioned. So when I saw these creation questions, I mean, they really made me think. And I think that's the point of a good question. Art is made to make you feel things. Art doesn't need to be pretty. It doesn't need to fit in a box, but art makes you feel things. And I think similarly, a good question, you know, a question could just find an answer, but I think a good question makes you think. I think a good question pulls something out of you or around you that didn't previously exist. I think that's the power of a good question. I think this book absolutely leads to that. So when we look at creating and questions for sparking creativity, some of the examples are four whys right here. Why does this problem matter? Why does the problem exist? Why hasn't it been solved already? And why might that change now? But some of the questions here also, as we mentioned, they have context behind them. There's a whole story. And then you ask yourself, like, where is my tortoise shell? You say, what? What kind of question is that? Well, you'd have to read the book to find out. Where is my tortoise shell? When you ask that, the book gives you a context or a story that then lets you use the question to spark the, it's almost like a parable, the research or a story that then gets connected to the question and can spark that sort of feeling that you got from that research or that story and has you create something out of it. It's kind of like, um, I think to the, the wristbands of like, what would Jesus do for uh, individuals that fall under that religious umbrella? They use that to spark feelings of connection with what motivates them, which in this case is their religion, to lead to moral choices. That is the assumption of what that phrase would do. Similarly, in this book, using that phrase to connect back with a story is something that I think the creative questions do especially well. Like one right here, when is my prime time? You can kind of guess from the question. It seems to be something about when am I at my best, but there's a whole page and a half of a story that I'm not going to share because you got to read the book. It is absolutely impactful, but you can ask questions like creative in the sense of what if I trade the morning news for the morning muse? I think, oh, that's inspirational. Trying to find ways to create in little moments throughout the day. Because I think that's absolutely something that's important. Again, we've got other questions like, am I chasing butterflies? Who will hold me accountable? Am I rearranging the bookshelves? It's just so interesting, the uniqueness and in some cases, wackiness of these questions. I think it's incredible. Now, as far as connection 
and leading. Now, I talk a lot about business books. I talk a lot about leadership books, business psychology books. So I probably won't go too far into these sections. Just a couple things you might see like in the connection, like skip the advice, ask these seven questions to help someone figure it out for themselves. Right? This is nice. It's things like, what is the challenge you're facing? What have you tried? If you could try anything to solve this, what would you try? And what else? You know, that's a magic question, the AWE and what else, the awe question. That's an excellent little coaching tool that I've used in the past for sure. Then which of these options interests you the most? What might stand in the way of this idea and what could be done about that? And then what is one step you could take to begin acting on this right away? And that's about connection because a lot of times we don't want our friends to give us advice. We want our friends to just listen or give us a back and forth. We want to dance verbally with our friends to solve problems together a lot of times, I think. So when it comes to connection, I think this book section really gives a lot of tools to individuals. And as I mentioned, I focused a lot on questions like these when I started my coaching to really help me to build connection with clients. And obviously I'm still growing, but this book helped me quite a bit. So I will skip the leadership section, as I mentioned, because, hey, you know, I've got a lot more material to pull from as far as leadership goes. That said, I talked a little bit about what makes a good question. And I mentioned that concept of art. You know, art is meant to make us feel things. It's not meant to be in a box. It's not meant to be pretty or any sort of moniker that you can associate with art. It's meant to create feeling or some type of feeling in humanity, disgust, inspiration, wonder, curiosity, motivation. And so I think the questions accomplish similar in my own definition of a good question, creating thought, leading to influence into yourself or others. I think that's incredible, honestly. So a couple of things I like about this book is, first off, that they have these unique questions, as I mentioned. However, you also get the context of almost every single question, even the basic ones, like, you know, who would hold me accountable? It talks a little bit about the necessity of the context of this question, not an answer, but a goal might be when asking this question. So like, who would hold me accountable? Well, you want to make sure you're staying on track. So you want people to hold you accountable, things like that. And so that question can also make you think like, what kind of structure do I want if I'm creating or things like that? Finally, this book also has exercises, like page 202, it talks about building a better question. So it does talk a little bit about what I believe is found in the A More Beautiful Question book, which is some of the creative steps to making a better question, like creating if it's open-ended or closed of a question, open-ended being questions like what, how, where, questions like why or questions that lead to a yes or no, those are closed-ended questions. So having a question that's more open. And so additionally, all these questions without their context are found on the website for Warren Burger and it's linked in the book as well. So you're able to find it. I believe it's like a morebeautifulquestion.com or something, but I believe it's uh, it's a very simple one. I think you can search like a more beautiful question book questions and I think it comes up, but you're able to find these questions without the context. And so you're able to at least inquire. I love that because it's not greedy. It's just sharing information that leads to a better future. And I think that's absolutely beautiful. That's something that I support in this book and in all books, honestly, is, hey, you know, if we want to be better human beings and better people, giving pieces, giving freebies, you know, obviously we want to pay people for their services and make sure that everybody's having a good life. But the context of these questions come from the book. And I think that has value in and of itself. But the ability to find those questions and say, well, I want to try one or two of these out, see how they feel and say, oh, I want more of that. Let me get the book. Let me get the whole pie. So I think that's absolutely incredible. 
With that, as always, thank you once again for following me on this journey, looking into being inquisitive and uh, curious and asking about beautiful questions on deciding, creating, connecting, and leading. Although we did skip that section. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time. Bye. to this episode proudly presented by the APNM Group, a subsidiary of Alger Productions, LLC. We strive to produce content that informs, entertains, and adds value to your day. We value your input and would be delighted to hear your thoughts in the comments about this episode. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, please engage with us in the comments section or via our social media platforms. Your feedback helps us shape our content and uncover new topics that matter to our listeners. If this episode resonated with you, we kindly ask that you rate and review this show on your preferred podcast platform. Sharing this podcast with friends and family helps us reach more listeners and continue delivering content you enjoy. For more information about the podcast, the host, or our parent company, please visit the link in this episode's description. Also visit us on YouTube and Rumble to see and hear every content produced by Alger Productions. Thank you once again for your time and support. Until next time, stay tuned and stay inspired.